and just settle. Just settle. There's no right and wrong in settling, in relaxing. It just is a flop. If thoughts come, they go again. Don't worry about them. That's the nature of thoughts. They're not a problem. So we have two hours. We may we may be talking, we may be silent. Generally ends up talking, but let's see what happens. Either is fine. Someone has a question at the moment, we can start off. I'm liable to start talking if nobody has a question, so as you like. Anybody come with something? Home in the midst of storm. I, would, I wonder if you would speak to retaining a sense of calm and peace in the midst of tremendous upheaval, conflict, anger, fear, anxiety, and general. You know, chaos, if I can say that okay. Okay. There are many techniques, and I'm just going to mention them to get them out of the way. There are many techniques for, you know, focusing on the present moment, doing all these things to know that everything is okay, or you can have a mantra to kind of drop to where it's still, and the rest of the world goes on. But what you are, that's that out of the way. What you are is always at peace. What you are is not involved in conflict. What you are knows nothing about anxiety, knows nothing about the chaos of living a busy life. Attention can be dropped into that, but if you are trying to make it happen, then you will arrive at that middle ground, a state, a technique. And that is as much as the mind can do. You can send reminders to your mind. You can, hey, it's okay, it's okay. This is just a movie. This is going to pass. You can use whatever you can just to get that little, oh, I'm not completely in the story. I, I can see that it's going to pass. Okay, now you're not completely in it. There's a distance. Great. From that place of distance, there is a space between thoughts. And in the space between thoughts, there is no time. But it's like a trapdoor opens. And what is beyond space and time 
is. Somehow the body relaxes there or not. If all of your attention is there, it will. If some attention is out in the movie, okay, functioning will happen. Body is busy. Shouting may happen. That's okay. But there is an ability that every human being has is to place attention which is outside of the movie. And somehow the movie takes care of itself. But what mind does, it says, whoa, if my attention is, you know, is, is, is dropped, dropped to the place that is not involved in this idea of who I am. If, if mind is dropped there, I, I won't be, I'll be a vegetable. I'll have to sit in meditation all day. I won't be able to feed my kids. Ah, da, da, da. And it's like, not true. That is the great lie that mind will tell you in order to keep your investment believing that you must manage your life. Your life is being managed by what you are, not by your mind. Your life is being steered by what you are, but not by your mind. Your mind is picked up by what you are as a tool to do certain things. Drive the car. Write an email. And mind is picked up. But all the other stuff that goes on in, he in the head, all the yapping and chattering, it's of no use at all. But that's the part that thinks it's running your life. That's the part that thinks it has some place to go, something to sort out. That mechanism. And it's useless. You can believe it. You know, you can believe those thoughts. And it gives rise to the feeling that I must control my life. I have to manage all this. How can I do this non-dual stuff and live my life? There is no conflict. It's a thought that there is conflict. There is no conflict. Life happens on top of what you are. What you are knows nothing about it. Does this make sense? Absolutely. Yes, it does. It's the reminder at this point that's very helpful. And uh, even in the midst of asking the question, I mean, as I am here now, I, I, I know in my own sense of being that, like what you say, I'm not, when I'm not attached to the story or, you know, and to be able then to, that, that, to not, to be, not be attached to the story and to know that everything is just as it is. And being able to then recognize this whole play of consciousness and drama that, you know, is acting itself out. And uh, in, in, in also knowing that holding a space for it to happen, you know, holding a space for it to happen with a belief that, uh, that it is all, work, like I say, it is all working itself out to, to a way that, that will eventually come back to a space of tranquility until the next upheaval, you know, but okay. to a sense of tranquility. Okay. I don't know if tranquility is the right word, but um, maybe resolution. Okay. There is no resolution. Trying to think of the word, yeah, I know because it's continually moving. Yes, it's continually moving it's and will forever. It's continually moving, and yeah. it's not seeking resolution yeah. even. Yeah. it's just yeah. movement. Yeah, it's not evolving. Yeah. It's not not doing anything. It's just moving. But we're so used to thinking in terms of it will resolve and then I'll be fine. It won't. It's never going to work out. This is as good as it gets. 
Any day in your life is as good as it gets. There is no place to arrive at. The expectations can keep you going, you know. <laughs> they can keep the story going. That's the only purpose they serve, is to keep the personal eye alive. Does that well. But that's not much good <laughs> for this work. There is no condition that has to befall mind in order for you to be okay for you to drop awareness into what you are. There is no condition that will help or hinder. That's a thought. And it's rubbish. So bin it. Like, oh, you know, I can, I can just go into no mind when I meditate. It's like rubbish. That which goes into no mind is a state of mind, is a belief, and it's the thing that's keeping you out of it. You know? There is no I. If you're doing the shopping, if you're arguing with your boss, or if you're in deep sleep, there's just no I anyway. But if you're running the thought that I exist as a personal individual, then it looks like there is. But in any of it, there actually is no personal I. Ever. It's only a thought. Believed into existence. In any moment. Is there anybody totally lost with what I'm talking about? No? Okay. Okay. We're using a, a talking stick just simply so that Georgia will have a record of what I said if you need to revisit it. Okay. So, it's so if you want to speak, just put up your hand because we can pass the asked if we got what you were saying. I kind of do, but I don't like it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Great. Good, honest answer. Yes. Um, there's a kind of a childish reaction is it frightens me to let go of all my denial and defenses. And there's another objection which seems more mature. It doesn't seem to be fully human, you have to care. And the problem is not letting go of attachments, but picking the right ones, picking the right causes. Seems to be my two objections to what you're talking about. The second one I don't get. How do you mean? It How do you mean seems like what you're suggesting is not caring. Oh, gosh, no, not at all. This stepping back and observing? Yes. I translate as not caring. Gosh, okay. That, yes, and so, not so. So I see that as kind of a more mature objection that a person should pick the right attachments, not be with, not let go of attachments. Okay. But pick the right one. Most people pick the wrong things. You know. Okay. The I who's picking an attachment or choosing the attachment is the problem. As long as there is a belief that you exist as an individual, there will be suffering. Okay? To, to be able to pick and choose what causes pain and what doesn't cause pain, that will only work for a while. 
it will be seen that the very uh, belief that you exist as an individual is the thing that causes pain. It's not what we are attached to. It's prior to what you're attached to. It's the idea that you exist as an individual because that is where the falsehood lies. And then the more primordial fear is of not defending the sense of I, being afraid of what you're talking about. Does that make sense? Yes. The, the idea of who you think you are will be afraid of this. Okay. Because it's unknown. And it's like, what? I don't exist? And it's like a death prior to the body dying. It, it's, it's interpreted as a death. And sure, there's fear. Well, that's all I've done all my life is defend myself. And then you say, well, maybe you don't need to. That's right. <laughs> that's right. <Whoa. laughs> yeah, yeah, a big woe, I bet, yeah. What are you defending? Could it be an idea? So part of me, well, maybe an idea, but it's more of a gut feeling that I'm vulnerable. Yes. And need to put on a good front to put money in the bank for my retirement, etc., etc. And that's really. And I don't like being alone, so I need to make connections with people. So that's about what I live for: put money in the bank, make connections, take care of my health. Uh, don't let anybody really see what I think and feel because they may not like it and reject me. That's about my life. Okay. Okay. Those things may happen without being motivated by fear. Fear, loosely, you know. If something is moving through your form to put money in the bank and to behave in a certain way, it's a possibility that those things would happen without the I who's doing it to protect myself. That idea could be just superfluous, popped on top of what is already moving through your body in those ways. Oh, you said that earlier. I'm afraid of this being a blob, that fear is the only thing that motivates me. If I lose that fear, I'll just sit on a park bench in the sunshine until I starve to death. <laughs> Bet you that won't happen. I know. But your mind will say it will. Yes. But it won't happen. No. Living will happen. You'll go to the bathroom, you'll make food, you'll organize your finances. They will still happen. But mind will use every idea it can to keep its to keep the, the package alive to keep the existing format going it doesn't like change keep the illusion running well i'm still at the place where that seems to be all there is to me and in fact i went to psychotherapy because i was unhappy and what i did was get a clearer image of myself i'm you know i'm this and not that yes Okay. So that helped. I All was, right. I'm happier than when I had a vague sense of I. All right. I like having a okay. clear sense of I. Okay. okay. But I'm not. But then you tease me with something. Tease, that's what this is. Okay. <laughs> tease okay. me with something else. Yes, <laughs> yes, indeed. Okay. Yes, indeed. That's why. Okay. What you are is underneath this story of what the beliefs are that motivates your life. What you are is underneath all of that and doesn't know anything about this guy who runs the vulnerable belief system. It's deeper than all of that. What you are is outside of time and space, outside of the realm of ideas. It's not even a concept. It can't even be called something because if it's a thing, 
things can happen to it. Is this something you experience or know or what? Yes, it is known when it is realized. What we can do here is talk intellectually about it okay. and, and point. But something, it, 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 it arrives to be known, to be seen directly to be the truth, which is under everything. And every religion has this message. It, it's there. It, it's there. The seeds of it are there all over. And then, you know, dogmas go on top. So it's all over the place. It's not culturally based. It's not, it doesn't need a strong intellect to work it out. But it's more that it reveals itself to be so. And it has, from it arises the sense, I don't mind. It's not an I don't care. It's an I don't mind. That's different. Yes, it's different. This makes me feel very sad. Like, well, maybe a few people could know this, but that will never happen for me. Yes, that's the thought that's running now. Yes. And these are just thoughts. And after that thought, there'll be another thought and another thought. (laughs) Yes, that's how it works, no? And some thoughts you think, well, this is how I operate, you know, defending the belief that I'm vulnerable. That's just a thought that has a lot of frequency to it Mm -hmm. and a memory to it. So let's take away the thoughts. Do you exist? What exists? Without the thoughts, what what are you? Oh, I'm my body and my past. You're your body and your your past. Memories, yeah. You are your memories. Yeah. So if you, heaven forbid, but if you had an accident going home and you had memory loss, would there be less of you there? Much less. Do you think? There'd just be no memories there. But would you be less? Yes. I put it to you that you wouldn't be even touched. What you are is immune from all of this movie that we call creation. scary thought. I deliberately buy a new car because it has side airbags to protect my head in a side crash. Yes. Uh, so that's kind of how I live my life. Yes. Kind of guarded yes. way. Yes. These are just thoughts that are believed into your daily life, but they have no power. You would still buy a car with airbags. It would somehow be the one that you would still have. But mind says, no, 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 I decided to do this. Mm, There's more at play. There's more at play. That's good because my mind is getting old and weak, and that's scary. You are not your mind. What you are doesn't even know about your mind. Your mind is a bit of software passing through creation. Believed to be true. Yeah. 
that's where you think you are. <laughs> I guess I'm a better philosopher. I think, therefore, I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can go beyond that one now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yes. I feel, therefore, I am. <laughs> uh -huh. Uh -huh. Okay. In, tr in absolute, in true reality, when we realize the true nature that we are and see no separation, and I've heard you say, there are no your thoughts, my thoughts, a claiming of this is my thought. Yes. You've asked the question, do you know what your next thought will be? So I'm not thinking them. Is that what you're saying? There's two parts to this question. I'm not thinking my thoughts. They're being, I'm being thought <laughs> out of the one mind or out of the one no separation mm -hmm. place. Mm -hmm. But my mind says, when you say, do you know what your next thought will be? My mind will say, no, but it will be something only I will have my thought based on my previous conditioning. Mm -hmm. So nobody else is going to have my thought. Mm -hmm. More than likely. So it's a set, there is a separation there in the dream? In the dream, yes, the dream is full of separation. True. Okay, so in ultimate reality, you said there's no your thought, my thought. As long as the thought is believed to be yours, then you are believed to be existing as a separate individual. If it's my thought, nobody else can have my thought. The second the ownership, my, comes in, well, now, the fact that it's my thought, the, the idea that it was my thought, not the thought itself, but the my, the ownership of the thought, gives rise to the idea that you exist as an individual. It's not that you exist as an individual and you have thoughts. It's the ownership of a thought that gives the sense that you exist as an individual. Then where do the thoughts originate? From where it all comes from. To from and going to where it's all going back to. Are you speaking of source? Yeah, whatever that is for you. Yeah, yeah. Or nothingness, the absence of nothing, or God, or... It can be any and all of the above. <laughs> You as an individual only exist the moment that you think you exist. There are spaces all the time mm -hmm. between thoughts. Mm -hmm. And there is no way of knowing if you exist or not. But we just take it that we exist. Because there's a physical body going someplace and we say, yeah, yeah, I went there. You know, um, and memory is running saying I went there. Yeah, physical body went there. That's not what you are. But as long as I went there, the ownership of the body now clicks in in this present moment. So then I did that. It's crazy, huh? And it's believed to be so. St stay with us. I know this is really left of center. Yeah, yeah. I, I know it's nuts. I know it's nuts. But, but somehow it kind of, holy moly, you know, it's like one of those things of, you have to see it for yourself and, and, and 
satsang dozbar. And I guess part of it, help, a, a concept that helps me is, you know, if there's just the ocean and the waves emanating from it in an appearance and yes. merging back in, yes, that is sort of what is happening in this appearance. Yes. Yes. We kind of just rise for a bit and, and merge back That's in. That's right. That's right. But we are the one essence. Yes. There, mm, they take away the wave, the, the waves. There is only essence. There's only essence. And okay. the waves are the appearance. Yes. And when, when there's an I thought running, the wave comes up. And it's not even that you're a wave all your life. It's only when the I thought is running. Because it's not running in deep sleep. Not at all. Okay. And between thoughts, it's not running. Yeah. But there's no I who notices between thoughts. How can there be? Because the I thought is the thought. It's, it's gone. Yes. Okay. So there's these spaces all the time, during every day, where there's no I thought running. Yes. There's no ownership of whatever is running through mind. There's no commentary. There's no interaction with thoughts. Happens all the time. But somehow the I is attached to the ones where I'm involved in the story. And if I'm involved in the story, it's all about me and hey, hey, it's my movie now. Okay, I'm the king of it all. And, and suffering arises. The highs and the lows, you know, but, but invariably you discover that there's more lows than highs. You know, the highs don't have enough after a length of time. They just don't do it, you know. So, mm -hmm. so a wave comes when there's an I thought and it goes. Now, the wave is a very good analogy. It's an ancient one that's in all the, you know, it's in scriptures, lots of different scriptures. So, so the wave doesn't, you know, the wave can say, hey, I'm a wave, I'm a wave, and I exist, and I'm just like, gone. Where's the wave? Where, where's the ideas? That, where's all the thinking that was belonging to the wave? The ocean doesn't even know there was a wave there, because there's only the ocean. It's all just water. It's all just water. Yeah. It's just water. And it's what water does. Yeah. You know, it's what water does. It moves. It moves. Then this illusion of I'm efforting to, okay, I efforted things to make something happen. Yes. You know, yes. I took these actions, me yes. personally took these actions to make yes. Sasan happen tonight or whatever. Yes. I'm claiming, claiming ownership of those actions yes. because I believe in an I. Yes. But yes. what really happens then? If, if Effort happens in consciousness. Effortless happens in consciousness. But if it's your gig now, what will come is markers of success, failure, the whole package. If I was the one who made the effort to do this, if the ownership of the effort kicks in, There'll be good and bad, there'll be a high, there'll be a low, there'll be self-criticism, there'll be I could have done it better, it just goes on and on and on, <laughs> depending on the conditioning and the whoa, the, you know, it can get very big. Yeah. <clears throat> Effort happens without ownership. It's mm. going to happen anyway, the same way. Yes. Whether I think I'm here or not. Yes. Okay. When you know you, you don't exist as an independent individual, that these are just your thoughts, seemingly making you think you exist. They're very convincing for a while, but cracks come. Cracks come. When it is seen that you don't exist as an individual, but it's a thought that runs every now and then. And you can do that right now, because that's, that's, that's where 
it feels like everybody has knows what I'm talking about. It feels like we're together on the truck so far, you know? <laughs> okay, so you only exist when you think you exist. You have no way of knowing if you exist when you're not thinking you exist. It's just an assumption. That's a thought too, in a moment. But there's no way of knowing if you exist in deep sleep. Sound asleep last night? There was nothing that knew if you existed or not. You only knew where you existed when you woke up. So, when it is known that you don't exist, it's not noted that there is effort and effortless. Everything is just happening right now. It's, it's got um, a, flow. A, a flow. A flow. Yes. And in a way, there's a sameness about it because you know you are all and there's no investment to what this form is experiencing because it's not owned Every, and no experience is owned by the form. And there's no commentary, no quality control, no judgment. No. But yet, something arises that, that, that is still and satisfied and whole and complete and gentle. Something with the smell of love and joy arises all the time. It's just there. It just arises from what is nothing, empty, what is. So the kicks of having a personal life, they, 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 they seem so short and they seem such a compromise. Do you know? To have such a singular capacity running to live life. You know? It's like, gosh, you're all of it. You can't but be all of it. All through time and every person. You are all of it. There's just thoughts running in all of it that you are individual and that you are individual and that you are individual, perhaps, you know? There's a better word. I don't want to give up feeling special. Aha! And this individual seems kind of neutral. But what I'm feeling now is I, it's worth the suffering to feel special. Is I it? I don't want to give it up. So you know, we're, we're not an individual, that, so what? But to give up feeling special, yes, important to me. I, yes. I don't want to that. I don't want to give up. It's worth the suffering to feel special. So you feel special to yourself. Mm -hmm. So what happens when you run that program that I'm special? Oh, when I hear some classical music, I, I identify with that. This is special. The sun says this person is special. When, when I do bad things, then I'm not. I'm still special, but in a bad way, where I judge myself. But always special. Special means important, valuable, different, unique. Better. Better. Better than not being special. So tell me we're about what's not special. We're all unique like everybody else, kind of. Yes. I, that's my motto. Okay. Yes, uniqueness appears to exist. Yes. But it doesn't have to be owned. Specialness can exist, but it doesn't have to be owned. Oh, I guess, okay. <clears throat> the 
Isn't the ownership like a separation? Yes, mm -hmm. the ownership is the ego. Yeah. That's the separation, That's the separation idea. It is. So, you know, when you just are all of these things, then we all are. There's no we all. The we all oh. then is ownership again. Oh, oh, well, see, because we've got singular that, plural. Yeah, okay. And I just meant everybody is, you know. There's no separation with any of them, is there? There is no separation, but even to believe that there are individuals, there is separation. If there is no separation, the argument is over. So as long as difference is appeared, special, not special, we all, not all, we're still, we're still playing That's with separation. Still we're still in duality. We're still in duality. Specialness is a happening. Not special is a happening. They come and they go. But if there is a computer program, a software program in the head that turns on... That connects to... Yeah, for some people it's the thought of sex. For some people it's the thought of being special. And it turns on a nice feeling. That attachment will, yeah, as you know, it, it comes with suffering also. It's a price. It's we a pay. price. We pay. Well, I pay willingly. Yes. And I always thought my unwillingness to pay the price was where I went wrong. Okay. Ah, okay. So that became um, your coping. The, the myth of Sisyphus comes to mind. Where you're forced to roll, you know, roll the rock up the hill uh, as punishment by the gods, and every night it rolls back down. Okay. But Sisyphus chooses to do that burden. Okay. And that's what makes all the difference that he chooses to suffer. Okay. And I feel like my problem in my life is I've not been willing to be myself and suffer the consequences. Okay. Yes, become a true individual. Okay. And unique and special. And you're not an individual. It's an idea. As is unique and specialness. They are ideas. Yeah. You are all of it. You are all of it. It's not we all are all of it. It's you are all of it. The we is gone. So is the you plural there? I'm, I'm addressing you, 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 you. You are all of it. The personal you is an idea believed to be true. But you are all of it. All of it. All that can be conceived, can, 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 yeah, all that has been thought of, all that will be thought of, all that has a concept. Within all of what is, ideas run. Ideas about this, that, and that's the play. That's the play. The capacity to experience. But you are not that. It's just an idea. The problem right now, though, is you're talking to my mind, and my mind says, 
she's tell, asking you to commit suicide. <laughs> is it kind of how it, yes. You see the problem that you're talking to my mind, yes. which is always striving, making decisions. That's right. That's right. None of that time. is needed. None of that is needed. It will come in as every faculty does. As in, you know, you drive automatically, no? You kind of don't have to think about driving. Somehow right. you switch on the car and it kind of happens. Or you swim, you know, and you don't think I have to move my left arm over and I have to move my right on the street. That automatic thing happens. But the idea that you are an individual, yes, there will, there, it's, that concept will interpret this as a suicide. Okay. Yes. Yes. Because it's not needed. And so it will be threatened and challenged and it will run all the beliefs that there is something to defend, there is something vulnerable. What you are is in no danger of any of it because it doesn't know anything about this movie called Creation. But it's taken all so seriously. Yeah, that's my word. I'm, I'm serious. My life decisions are serious. Yes. To me. Yes. Yes. Okay. That's a big sigh. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing? I'm, I'm doing good. Can we pass the mic over to you? Yeah. I want to know what that sign is about. <laughs> oh, um, I just, um, the, the thought that was going through, just thinking about, um, I recently retired. It's fine, just take a breath. That's it. Take another breath. It's all right. Take your time. I retired on disability. Uh -huh. I mean, I'm, I'm doing good. It's just frightening because I, the burden, the burden of, you know, my this next year when my payment goes down, all these worries. Yes. And that's, and I was just recognizing in that moment that I was, I do a lot of feeling bad about. You know, you make your own reality and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. And here I am. What do I do? Yeah. And, uh, but then I decided, reminding myself to just let it be, you know, how it is. You know, however it will be. Thank you. Yes. So, that, that was the thought. Yes. But I have to keep doing that if it comes up in a way. Yes. Something will happen. Something, it always happens. It, it, something always changes and moves. Might get better, might get worse. It can work out either way. But somehow you'll cope with both. Somehow you will roll with what comes. Yeah. I think you will too. <laughs> it's, what, it's how life unfolds. Yeah. But the mind will, do you know, that's suicide here and desperation here and living on the park bench. And, you know, I mean, you see? Well, I feel Thoughts, like, huh? See, I haven't worked. I haven't worked since December. I've been sitting on a park bench in my house. Yes. <laughs> you know, I do um, my course lesson and I listen to satsang and yes. read. Yes. I'm starting maybe to do a voiceover business in my home. But, okay. But, um, sort of read about that. I feel guilty. 
Okay. Start managing your thoughts. Start managing your thoughts. Because they are running amok, huh? (laughs) (laughs) And and you're believing them. Right. Every emotion starts with a thought. Okay? Now, go for the thoughts. Not the emotions. Don't be trying to start out fear or... Go for the thought that gave rise to the emotion. Go back to the source. Because you're believing thoughts. You're believing your body, that it has a disability. You're... It's garbage. (laughs) It's pure trash. What the stories you're running in your head. Nothing will be gained by it. Except it will push you into realizing that what you think you are is a load of garbage. The idea... The ideas that you think are not helping. They're just things you think about. That's all they are. They're just things you you think about. They have no validity. But they need to be managed because you're believing them to be true. And that will cause the suffering. The manifesting your destiny and believing something, you know, ah, that works some of the time. You know, it goes in the package of, of beliefs, of techniques for living. It's that stuff. Uh, you know, it, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. It's part of the movie. So what would you suggest in this situation? That's what I'm curious. Yes. Okay. There are two steps. The ste- when, when, when you're in the place of believing your thoughts, mm-hmm. for 99.9% of the population, it's impossible to make the jump into no mind. It, it, it's not, because some, it's, you're believing you're an individual and there's like something not good happening. It's, it's too much. But there's a halfway house. And in some spiritual books, it's called the I am. In others, it's called the observer. Mm-hmm. And what it is, is seeing thoughts. Now, if you're seeing thoughts and saying, oh, that's not a good thought. No, that's another thought then. That's (laughs) because your mind will play at observing. Your mind will play at observing. That's not observing. Observing is benign, clear. Ah, that's a thought. Not interested in the content of it. The observer doesn't see the content of the thought. It just sees there was a thought. Stay in the observer mode. From there drop some can't drop and some can so when you say drop that's like just being you see you see you see drop drop is like a trick for the mind it it works for some people other people have to do self-inquiry these are these other techniques do you know um, the space between two thoughts. There's all these different ways of tricking the mind. You're outside of concepts. The second that you think, oh, I'm there. No, 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 no. You know, you're back now. The eye is working again. So if it's a case of, of, of the eye trying to drop, no, the, now the eye is, we're back in, we're even gone out of the I am. The eye is trying to do something to control things. Well, that's why I say just be. There's no Being mind. is a doing, no? No. Mm-hmm. It's a concept. No. Being is a concept. I just, you just are. It's not. What is? When you are, what is that that is? I'm just open for the flow. That's all I'm. What's open for the flow? My energy, my being, my. There's a lot of ownership there. 
these are concepts. You, you have landed on a place that's it's not bad, but it's it's concept. It's a platform of concepts. Don't settle there. That which is underneath that, that which is prior to being, energy, to flow, to what is, prior to all of that. Your mind can't get it, but something knows. But your mind can't go there, but it's there all the time underneath the mind. And if you try to stop the mind to get in there, you're going to be in a battle. No, I'm not, no, I'm not. Yeah, no, I'm not talking to you. I'm just saying this yeah. is how it works. No, I'm, I'm back, you know. Okay. The, observe, the observer mode of life, I guess. Okay. Is a way of saying. Yeah. Not trying to control my okay. thoughts or anything, but just. Yes. That's what I mean by being is. Yes. Stepping back and observing and no attachment and going, wow, this is interesting. That's that it. That is interesting. That's the observer you know, mode. And you can live from the observer mode but it switches in and out of the story it switches in and out the switch will go back on to the me and you got got to pull back again and again and you cop that you've lost your ground and you cop that you go back into the mind for the progressive path yes that's a progressive path where there's still an opportunity to play being an individual person and there's the observer and you get sucked in and you're involved and you're observing. And that's the progressive path. Mm -hmm. And gently, gently, you kind of rewire the neurological circuits to stop going out into the all about me world. Okay. And you can go to the I am. Now, the mind is the only tool you can use to get to the I am. And it can be used. Use the mind to annihilate the mind. You know, use the mind <laughs> to annihilate the personal mind. Use it. For sure. It's the only tool you have. So... In the observer mode, it's relatively nice, actually. It's kind of a happy, stable place, and what comes is okay. You can do that much. But your mind can't go beyond it. But that which pulled you to that state is pulling you beyond it. For some people, the idea of surrender, of trust, these concepts come in to give a sense of it so that mind will just stop fighting it. You see? But something is pulling what you think you are home into the nothingness. And mind won't like it because it means an annihilation of who you think you are. Mind will interpret this as loss. Of course there's loss, there's a loss of suffering. But you know, but mind will see it as a much greater show, you know? From a definition of duality, it's basically a state of nothing. A state of nothing, yeah. And it isn't even a state. I'm kind of uh, playing with I, words I, now. I, I caught myself when I used the word. Yeah, yeah. But, but it's just nothing. Now take nothing away. Oh, you took me behind the wave again. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The thing is, it's very difficult to even talk about it. Yes, it that's, is. You know, it is. That, now we're talking. <laughs> now we're talking. Yeah. When you see word, that words aren't working, just the word itself. Mm -hmm. Because any, you know, that's you what I was getting it. from you is whatever words we use to describe it, 
now we're using ownership, so therefore we've lost it again. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's why I was using the concept yes. of being, because yes. within being, there are no words, there are no thoughts. There's just the observer of, of the waves coming and the flow and no connection. So that was, I thought, the best. Yes, but that's actually observer. That's actually observer. There is no commentary at all. There's nothing even perceived beyond it. Well, this is helpful. I, I've learned to drop into the observer state Yes. when my movie life gets into trouble. And then I can make some correction, say, in a relationship or something. It, but I only use it when I kind of... my. I get desperate, like if all else fails, follow instructions. Well, if okay. everything else fails, I drop into the observer. Okay. But that, the observer... That kind of changes everything. You know, I just kind of observe my anger, my defensiveness. Okay. And then I'm no longer defensive, and I can go back and be open with this person. Okay. So I use it to, to improve my movie life. Okay. And it works. Live from there. I like that. Maybe a little more than I do now. Not wait till I'm desperate. Exactly. Okay. This suffering usually brings, you know, brings yes. a, a spiritual. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Right. It often does. It's not necessary, but it often does. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So whatever you say, I'm going to pull the rug from under it, because whatever we definition we use, if you pitch your tent there, that's not it. That's do you see? Point. We can just sit there. Yes. 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 That's what she said. You don't have to speak. Yes. Any fun yet, Joy? Huh? Any fun yet? <laughs> I guess my sure. mind is both intrigued and threatened by what you're saying. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And I know it does work to drop into the observer on occasion. Yeah. live from there. It's not all about me then, you know? And somehow there's a softness that arises. Less defense. No defense. There's no defense. Well, it's basically a dis disassociation from your emotion. From the, 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 yeah, the thought, which gives rise to the emotion. It's a disassociation. So it's just seen to be passing. How are you doing? Very good. <laughs> and you? Yeah. Okay. It seems like we've kind of, this seems kind of odd, kind of honored the mind and that kind of dethrones it. I don't know. For me, anyway. I kind of said, yeah, it's strong, powerful works in this way. Yes. Kind of acknowledging it, kind of I feel a little bit less defensive for the moment. Uh huh. Being defensive is just a thought. Mm -hmm. There's nothing to defend. What you are cannot be touched. Why defend it, huh? It's just an I idea. Something that has grabbed you, so it just keeps trying to grab. 
I can I can get to that place. Okay. I've been awfully close. Yes. Um, the interesting thing is when you're in that place, then all the things that are happening, which would happen anyway, there seems to be a motivating factor for people to do things. So it's just the force that's making it happen no matter what. Yes. Yes. And we have an illusion that we're making it happen. We do. Because we want to play the, the film. Yeah, because I is all important, and so yeah, I am I making it all happen. Yeah. Ownership kicks in. No, you own your own. <laughs> <laughs> When we see people then manifesting things, I make a decision to manifest that, manifest better health. That again just is happening on its own. Yes. Some people seem to be more motivated in that picture. Yes. That's part of what happens in consciousness. Okay. Whether it's owned or not, it's part of the play. Almost in the sense of preordained or which is going to happen anyway. Yeah, not preordained, Dane. but it's happening anyway. It's like just energy way. moving. Nothing is preordained. It's yeah. I'm catching myself. It's, it's, it. Yeah, it's already happened, if anything. Mm-hmm. Can I kind of go way out there? Mm-hmm. At the risk yeah, of being stoned? <laughs> okay. <clears throat> it appears that there was once a rattle. They call it the ohm. In the beginning was the word, you know, a sound, a vibration, whatever. Every tradition seems to have, there was originally some bit of movement. That's all there was. That itself was an appearance. The movement created an echo because the concept, it's like there was a a delay in the sound that was created. The delay in the sound that was created is actually the context that we call consciousness. This right now, in middle of July in Dallas, Texas, this right now is the echo of the original sound in delay form. That's all this is. It's already happened, it's already over, it's already in the can, the sound is. But there's a delay in it. The echo. There's a delay in it. It's an echo. It's an echo. This is an echo of the original word, OM. And the sound vibrates and gives rise to form, as we know, we know scientifically, you know, that it can all be true. It's just a frequency. <laughs> that sound emanated from the absolute that echo I mean, yes. that, I mean that, that original yes. vibration yes. emanated from the absolute yes. and created conscious is that are you saying consciousness is what yes that is yes and then everything is happening in consciousness yes and then we have every single form whether human not human yes. whatever 
Yes. Coming up, even though everything is 99.9% .9 empty space. Yes. Of course it is. It's an echo. And so we're not really here anyway. That's right. Nothing is. That's right. What if the absolute has no desires and no will to create? Yes. Then what moved? What's moving? What's doing the creation? Yes. What's that doing? Original it's yes. It's just I mean, it, what is the energy it, doing the creation? It absolutely has no desire or will to create. It is called cause less. Cause and effect comes up within the echo. It's part of a property of the echo. It's causeless. Cause? Causeless. E C A U S E. Causeless. Oh, it has no cause. That's right. But, something, but no an energy effect. is yes. moving something. An energy is make, yes. making a movement. Yes. And that energy is? The original spark. The original spark. <laughs> the essence of. Now, prior to that, it never happened. There was the void. <laughs> right? There was nothing. There wasn't none, even none void. Void. the void. The void and take it away. There was the void and then the void. And take away the void. Mm -hmm. Void is just because we we're, we're, just we're in dualistic language, you see? That's just yeah. words that we're using to describe. Prior to that, actually, it, it is seen that it never happened. But if, if that's the purest physiological structure of if you want to go to Big Bang or because of the fact that there was absolutely the absence of nothing, the absence of nothing gave rise to a an ohm. That's the earliest happening that can be traced within the dualistic context. And from that, it is seen that all happened, all that happened was the ohm. Creation doesn't continue. This is the echo. It's the echo of the ohm. But it will continue forever because it's, it, 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 within it has the context of time. Consciousness created the time space? Yes. Okay. There's a delay in it. And the delay in it is seen as time. It's already in the can. It's already done. It's a bit way out, actually. But anyway. Love it. Thank you. <laughs> so how does dimension work with all this? Within the movie, there's dimensions. For sure, infinite, infinite dimensions within the movie. But it's the movie. It's not going to get you anywhere. It just makes you play longer. Anything that's knowable will just continue the eye who's playing in what can be known. Because if there's something for you to know, for something for you to experience, there's you who can know something. We're way in separation now, huh? To get back to something more trivial, could you speak about reincarnation and karma? Within the movie, it seems to have a validity. If your belief system goes that way, then you'll have to work with it until you work it out. Um, upon physical death, what appears to happen is that the energy, which is the idea, the, the ball of energy that believes I exist as an individual, 
and it could have desires to have kids, to have a bigger house. If those desires are still running and haven't been dropped or resolved, they will continue because they're seeking resolution. Very often that bundle of identity will split. And if uh, the desire for wealth didn't get resolved, like attracts like, and it will cling to another thought bundle out there that is looking for wealth. Wow. And it will find resolution. And it could be a 16-year-old who says, I'm going to make money in my life. I'm just going to make money in my life. All that can have happened is that when he was astral traveling, just sucked in a couple of bundles of desires to make money. It's literally, it's that random. It's that random. So the reincarnation of one particular being coming down, it very, very rarely happens. There's usually a breaking off of some things and an aspect of the identity seeks resolution. Do you see? The f if you believe you are your body, then they are all your thoughts. So you take away the body, there's nothing to glue the thoughts together. So the thoughts that are seeking resolution is just a bundle of energy that's still, still attracting and repelling and it's still out there. And until it's dissipated and broken up into molecules that will be used for something else. Like that. Mm -hmm. Do you see? When it returns to total space. Gone. So the ownership is what continues. Breaks up wherever it's needed. Continues. Does what it needs until ownership is gone. And is it necessary to incarnate to drop everything? No. Or can it upon... Yes, can go to any dimension to seek resolution. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Along that same lines, explain to me the vision of soul. Soul is a Christian thing. I don't okay. do so. It's okay. just a Christian idea. What do you mean by soul? I guess that is the identity of the person that supposedly carries on. So is that it's the identity? So it's it's it, okay. Right. So it's the Isn't the. I mean, I think that's what I've always thought of. So okay, was. the identity. Then it's ego. Then it's the ego. Mm -hmm. It's the belief that I exist as an individual. Mm -hmm. And therefore, that was why I always thought that the karma thing and the yes. reincarnation thing was yes. true. Yes. But given this example, then yes. it really isn't even a soul. No. It's not no, it's a bundle of thoughts. Because it's only the I that's. That's right. Attaching to this concept. That's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's right. You got it. Yeah. So if karma, at a certain point, karma makes sense, because on the progressive spiritual path, mm -hmm. it does, at some point, it clicks in, mm -hmm. you know, make the world a better place. Don't leave any scars behind you. Mop up anything. Anything that can wreak, wreak havoc, anything that can press a guilt button according to your condition, there is a pull towards dissolving it, towards making amends. Mm -hmm. That tends to happen, that you mop up. Mm -hmm. All that before you die. Yeah. So there is a focusing on karma, exactly. Before, yeah, before the death of the ego. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, so karma makes sense for most people on the spiritual path at some point. But when it is seen that the individual doesn't exist, well, who can have karma? When, it's, when it is seen that there is no such thing as free will, well, well, I'm supposed to take responsibility for what, what, what? It's just a bundle of thoughts. Karma was just a thought anyway. In any moment, what happens is the best you can do anyway. It's the only option you can take in any moment. 
you can play around with that. I had a decision, but it was the best you could do. If you were driven by fear, that was the best you could do. Do you know? If, if you know. You don't even have free will. So how can you be responsible for But if it makes sense to you, you'll have, if you know, if, if, if you believe in karma, you'll have to work it out until you see that karma, that's what's motivating you then to act. Okay, fine, let it motivate you, but know that it's just a program, a bit of software that's going to run and it would spin out. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Feel the freedom, huh? It's free, yeah. huh? You were never in this movie. It's like what you are is freedom. Pure freedom. It's not even that you are free. Go under that again. Go under that again. There is only freedom. This is just to play with. It's just to play. There is nothing to be lost. There's nothing to be gained. You cannot be hurt. You're not even involved in it. There's an idea running just to give you the ability to play. So play! If it's pain, if it's suffering, if it's joy, if it's laughter, play. It's all the same. They're just experiences. I wasn't here for the beginning, so I don't know where this concept came from. But I mean, where did you get introduced to this concept, or the non-duality stuff? Yeah, I'm not exactly heard it put this way, so I'm just curious. Okay. And I don't know who you are. I just you told me about it, and I showed up. So <laughs> sure. Okay. Okay. Good. Good for you. A few hours ago. So. Yeah. Oh, great. It's just like okay. Very uh, yes. uh, gosh, I, I, oh yeah, I gave you a <laughs> request synopsis question, so sorry for repeating myself. No, it's fine, because it's just a story that means yeah. nothing, but you know, yeah. stories are part of the happening too. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, I, 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 um, okay, at 19 I went into psychotherapy, because my rearing was pretty rough. And it was the only way I could. I was in college in Ireland, and there's always a free counselor there. And I thought, oh my God, that's what a counselor does. Whoa, so I can like sort out this crazy crap that goes on in my head. Because I knew uh, I behave differently to other people, and I know it's because of my rearing. I just had that much at 19. So I attended psychotherapy every week for eight years. When I got to the end of one and I felt it wasn't moving enough, I went to the next, I went to the next. Um, and the man that I subsequently married used to say, "You're, you're, you're, you know, you're, 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 you're paying money to, like, when I left college, and you have to pay for it, like, to, to, to cry basically every week." Mm -hmm. I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, it's all I can do is just do this." It moved from that to when I was thirty, my third eye opened. I studied theology in Ireland, and theology in Ireland is Catholicism. So I just thought, well, if this is the only way I can find out what is real, obviously it's all a load of bunkum. So we just atheism made a lot of sense. So I converted a lot of people to atheism and uh, worked hard and played hard. And when I was 30, my third eye opened, which turned everything upside down because I was seeing ghosts everywhere. I could see chakras, I could see auras, I, and it was like, I'm tripping, but I haven't taken anything. So um, it just opened. It just opened very suddenly. I was petrified. Yeah. I was just gobbled up with Quite fear good. because 30, 42 now, 12 years ago. So 90, 90. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. As the universe. So, yeah, happen. sure. It shift. Yeah, yeah. A shift. Energetic shift. Yeah. 
Um, so, so a, a week of that torture, and I have to say torture because I could feel, I could see people walking in and out of me. I would get pushed and I would fall and there would be this spook behind me. It was terrible stuff. It was Nightmare on, Lent on Elm Street for real. I mean, it was, it was a real, you know. So um, a week after the first uh, spook, a man appeared at the end of my bed and I was like, go away, go away. I have enough of this. Would you not just respect? I want it's three o'clock in the morning. I want to sleep. Get out of here. You know, and he said, I'm here to help you. I'm here to help you. I will give you, I will give you every answer you want. I'm, I'm just here to guide your way on because I know you're totally freed. And so I, I asked him every question I could. I even asked him the lottery numbers. Literally, I asked him the lottery numbers. And he said, that will never work for you. That will never help you. So what you really need to know. So I said, does God exist? And, blah, 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 blah. and he said, your whole life is going to, is going to change. Um, and I said, so what's in it for me? Maybe I'll say no. <laughs> you know, like Miss Cocky here. And, uh, and he said, well, because what life is really about, what this is all about, I'll show you. And I got this sensation that wasn't Kundalini because there was a lot of Kundalini shattering stuffs afterwards. But all I can say is like multiply an orgasm by a billion. I, I couldn't even breathe. I don't know if my heart stopped, but it was cellular all over. And I was completely and totally arrested. And it was delicious. <laughs> and after however length of time, I went, oh, my holy God. <laughs> like, that's, that's, that's beyond any sensation. What is it? And he said, it's love. And I've given you a teaspoon and there is oceans. Oh, my God. And it's love. And Oh, Moses. And that's really underneath all of this. You're saying that that's what it's all about. And he said, that's what it's all about. Do you want to go for it or don't you? I said, um, <laughs> stupid question, you know? And he said, so brace yourself, he said, and tell me when you want it again, because tomorrow you'll think it was a fix. So, and I said, okay, perfect. <laughs> okay, now, you know, and I set it up and the very same again. And I thought, yeah, okay, you have me. Then it happened. So he said, okay, within six months, you'll be working as a ghostbuster. Take on no more contracts, finish your work. I was a self-employed. And a year after that, it will shift again. Exactly right. Within six months, I was working as a ghostbuster. And I'll ghostbuster like. For me, this was very flaky. I was like atheist, pint drinking, you can imagine. You know, and ghostbuster, it was like, oh my God. <laughs> so what happened was, you know, all my self-image would just disappeared. Um, and so, so I was being hacked. I was being chopped violently, really. Chopped away the ego. Who I thought I was was being shattered. And... Um, uh, within, so so I worked as a ghostbuster for a year and then there was an audible voice. I was at the kitchen sink and it was like, it is time to work on the living, stop working on the dead. Who said it? Say it again. Who said it? And it wouldn't come again. And I thought, okay, it's because I heard it. I said, okay, fine, send them to me. I don't know what to do, but send them to me. And of course, within a few days, somebody said, the thing you do with dead people, you know, would you not just, can I be a guinea pig? Okay. So this guy, it was my mechanic actually, who said it to me, and I, I, I brought him into the house, put him lying on the sitting room floor, put a pillow under his head, and I said, I have no idea. I have no idea, but just... And he fell asleep. I thought, great, he's asleep. Okay, now? Now? Okay, fine, Tommy. And here we are. We were all set up, do something. And my hands went over like this, and his chakras opened, and my head, the whole... So I started doing energy work. So I worked in energy work for eight, seven or eight years. Um, uh, over that time, you know, the work got more refined and more refined. Um, and I started getting more, I, I was bringing my work home because I knew when I was at work, there was no Jackie. There was no Jackie. There was something as moving my form. So I was saying, oh, that's God or that's spirit or that's the ascended master. Or, that's whatever you'd imagine it is working through it. But it was like, 
actually there's nobody there. There's nobody there. Something is moving through my form. There's nobody there. I can put a label on it and say it's a dimension, but I'm hiding. There is something moves through my form anyway, and I just like the idea that it's me doing it. Or a, 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 an angelic being doing it. Or all this trash, basically. Not so Okay, so let's just surrender to that which moves through my form. And so the path of surrender made sense. Um, eight years from the first whammy, I found myself joining a meditation group um, um, that were uh, that organization was run by a master, an enlightened man. And I didn't even know what self-realization was. I was like, I, I don't know what that is, but it's some kind of spiritual in the hierarchy. You know, I just thought, okay, it's somewhere out there and that sounds fine, but I don't get it. So, but, but, but I loved the space that they created. So I was um, at a retreat and at the end of the retreat on the Sunday evening, this guy appeared, you see, and um, he said, I'm Master Jose, I'm the master of, and I said, oh yeah, oh yeah, hi, it is you that the photograph is around. And he said, um, I appeared to you eight years ago. Yeah, and I went, well, Jesus, I don't know which one, like, so he showed me. He opened his hands and I saw the end of my bed and my snoring husband and, uh, oh, that was you. And he said, yeah. And I waited for eight, eight years while you did crazy shamanic stuff in South America and off searching everywhere and doing everything. Will you just follow me? I'll have to think about it. So I tested him and I spent a few days doing nothing else but saying, show me your chakra system. Why aren't you a woman? Why do I have to follow a man? And all this old garbage came up and that moved out of the way too. And I thought, I've I've no choice, actually. I'm just going to be floundering or, or I follow and surrender to one. And he brought me to Arunachala. He brought me to. I, I left Ireland. I moved to Spain for a while and I found myself in India. Um, during the time, I, at one point, I took, I was taking plant medicine for a while. And within one of the ceremonies, it was seen that everything that existed was a concept. Existence itself was a concept. That what I thought I was was only what I thought I was. There was nothing to stand on. Nothing. There wasn't even a me who wanted to stand on something. And it was hell. And the sensation was of being in a giant vacuum cleaner. A black, black suction hole that, that just absorbed everything that was. And there was nothing anywhere. And at the end of that ceremony, it was just clear that Existence itself is a thought. There's nothing. There's nowhere to go. There's nothing to do. The whole lot is one goddamn lie. And I wish to God I'd wake up. It's all just one dream. And I had to wait for some years. There was years before I actually ended up in India and found non-duality books. Didn't know what it was. Nobody was able to... Everybody thought I was nuts. You know? But it was clear that this was just a movie. So a lot of integration and um, a good two years of, of where silence was 98% of the time. Alone, silent. I left everything. I had to leave everything. There was no option but to walk away from everything. So I left my husband, my life. I left everything. Um, and I was just alone in India. Sick half the time, but that's what you do in India. <laughs> yeah. You know, and so, so that's where I was. And I found non-duality and I thought, oh, there's words for this. I didn't go nuts. You can say existence itself is a concept. So, oh my God, yeah, of course. You can say it, and you can say it within this realm and point to, oh, and so the two pieces click together. So a lot of happenings, a lot of integration happened at that time, a lot of integration. Um, 
and there was a, a, a period of certainly eight, ten months maybe of where I was completely socially dysfunctional. There was no, uh, there was no, there was nothing that replaced, I want a pint of milk, please. There was nothing that, nothing had aligned itself to be able to connect to the world again. So it was quite traumatic, the shift, you know. Um, but after the integration, the capacity to believe thought has never returned. It's about, I don't know, it's a while ago now, you know, a year and a half, maybe two years ago now. Two years. I'd say so, the that bones of two years ago. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So, so there's no there. There is. It's just. It's just clear. It is just known what is. Um, there's no. There's no rehearsing for anything. There's no plan. About, I don't even know what comes out of his mouth. I, I. I just know that none of this is real. I, it's just very clear. Like, it's just so clear. None of this is real. It's just a movie, and enjoy the movie. But somehow it brings suffering, huh? Is Master Jose reaching other people? Yes. Also? I mean, there why, are why? three. I was number four. Yeah, there are three others. And the other three are in retreat. I seem to be the only one who's gone public. But but I would say it was Ramana Maharshi for sure. He, it's, like, it's like he handed me over to Ramana Maharshi. You know? Oh. Ramana Maharshi was... Is, yes. Yeah, he, he started appearing and he started doing all that stuff, you know? He came out. He came in as the direct teacher. It's like I was in a preparation mode with Master Jose, and Master Jose spent time with Ramana in Ramana Maharshi's ashram, also, ironically enough, which I only found out recently enough. Maybe six months ago, I found out. Yeah, yeah. So, how long have you been stateside? You mean in America? Yeah. Are you? I just no, not at all. I'm I'm just on a tour for two months. Sure, sure. In in the last um, I don't know last December, um, in India my life is very silent and quiet and stuff. And a book got written during this process. It just it just happened, and it just happened to get published because of a spam mail. I mean, it's just it just happened. And so um, in December, a guy came to my door. Who, who lives in Chicago, who runs this webcast station talking to non-duality speakers. And he said, someone told me I should interview you. So he came into my house and set up cameras and interviewed me. And, and, <laughs> and this is he made a YouTube site. He did, he did. He, and, that's, and now I'm in the States talking. Yeah, so, so life just does its own thing. There's no decision about it. It's, you know... Life just moves. Life just moves through every form. And exquisitely so when the idea that I'm doing any of it gets out of the way. Because that is the cumbersome bit. I am making it happen. That's, that's got a smell about it, you know. It's got a density in it. The ownership bit. But it's different for everyone, you know? Don't set it up as like, that's just the story of Jack, you know? It's different for everyone. There's some people, it's very gentle. For me, it was very rough and very bells on, you know? But it probably had to be because I was going so hard and fast the other direction. I was going so hard and fast, you know? I had to get a wallop to take attention, to get for it to grab my attention, because I knew it all, you know?
thought just came to mind could depression be the fact that you're going against the flow instead of just accepting it and just going with it depression mm-hmm. yes what I have found because I worked with people with depression for a few years within this the, the energy work thing what I found depression to be was full 100% identification with the ego mm-hmm. that there was no capacity to observe and it was all about me so if somebody with depression goes out for a drink with others, it's like, oh my God, what, what do they say? What, what, when do I talk? How do... The only program that's running is about me. It's the only program. And it's hell. It's hell. So that's what I have found depression to be, is 100% identification with the ego. It's all about my survival. And it's too intense and it's torturous. Um, is there resistance? No, it's more, it's more identification with the ego. You know, it's it's more that program is just, it's just all about me. Yeah, 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 I think so, yeah, yeah. And so what I used to do when I ran residential programs with people with depression, first thing was off meds. See your doctor get off meds when you're clean for a month, you come. And so, so teaching people how to observe was like, oh my God, I just think. I'm just thinking those thoughts that are freaking me out. I'm just thinking that everybody's looking at me and uh, that if so-and-so ignores me on the street, that it's my fault that I did something. I, they're just preoccupied with themselves. I said, yes, everybody's preoccupied with themselves. That's what the ego does. But there's not even space for that, for other people to be preoccupied with themselves. And you've got depression. It's all about me. Other people can't be thinking about themselves. Do you see? <laughs> you see? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you don't exist. So, I mean, that's the other, you know, full identification with the ego. And it's like, hey, actually, you know, direct path. Do you actually exist? Or is it just a series of thoughts uh, of my thoughts that are joined together and believed to be a solid form? And if you're thinking, yeah, that's fine for her, but sure, you know, I have to, I've lost my job, and I, you know, and it's like, no, no, that's a thought you're running now. It's as simple as that. It's never more than a thought you're running. No matter how difficult you think your circumstances are, it's not about that. It's about believing your thoughts. Your circumstances have nothing to do with it. You don't need silence to be watching your thoughts. If you're going to meditate, do it with a ghetto blaster behind you and a lamp in front of your face. <laughs> and watch your thoughts there. Anybody identifying with a bit of resistance to all this? Yeah? No? No? Yeah. The idea of freedom. Then we really don't have to do anything. No, you're not doing anything anyway. You just think you are. I like the idea of being a, pretending to be enlightened. <laughs> 
go through all that stuff you went through. Just, just no, not at all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it is a catch-22. Yes. Mind, you know. Yes. Well, it's like a prison. Yes, it is a prison. But it feels like a fortress protecting me. There's nothing to protect. It's just an idea that there is something to protect, but there's nothing to protect. That idea is strong. Yeah. In fact, I've all, I've, sometimes I've felt ashamed of the, oh, the will to live or something, you know. Like a part of me wants to give up, and another part of me, it's just like an instinct. I'm just going to defend myself try to do the best I can, pick myself up, try again, make a mistake, try to do better. There's a kind of stubbornness in that ego. It wants to keep going, make things better. It will never stop that game. Oh, <laughs> okay. You know, it will never make things right. They'll be better for a while, and then there'll be another thing to make better, and another thing. That won't stop. Okay. Now, the one who's doing it, find out if he's real. Who is he? Does he exist beyond a thought? That's the shortcut. The shortcut. Yeah, I accent, sorry, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, that's why I like that. Yeah, yeah, no, check my accent. That's Find out if you are real beyond an idea. It's an old assumption. Yes, it's an assumption. I mean check it out. It's the first, kind of like the first assumption of consciousness back there at age five, seven. Yes. You know, alone in your room on the bed, you know, you think, what the hell is going on here being alive? You know, that's yes. the question. Yes. What, what is this? Yes. Consciousness thing. Yes. And I, it's like, that part of me has never changed. Aha! It's almost there. That's, what is this consciousness thing? What's it mean to be alive? To think about things. Yeah. They're just thoughts running through. Go back to the age of five. Because the wisdom there wasn't um, shut down by, by thoughts. Oh, then it was just curious. Yeah. Yes, but there was something to be curious about. It wasn't taken as real. There was still a distance there. Right. Oh, but now it's the... Th- the most valuable thing to be protected is how I feel now. Yes. Okay. Okay, so go then, back to the age of five. being curious. What, yes. What's going on. Yes, what's going on. And then the thoughts over the years, the thoughts are believed to be the truth. Reverse to being a kid. Because the kids know. Kids, you know. You know, very, even sometimes you'd hear a child saying, you know, if it was me, like, Jackie's thirsty. 
Do you know? And the parents say, say, I am thirsty. Yes. And we formulate the I, the sense of I. It, it has to get created there because it doesn't arise naturally. It just doesn't arise naturally. And we imagine that we need it. We never needed it. We were doing just fine. We'd learn how to cope in the world. We don't need that sense of I. We actually don't need it. But then you'd feel weird if you weren't like everybody else. You would know that everybody else was weird because they thought there was something they weren't. Okay. <laughs> You'd be staying in the natural state. You'd be staying in the natural state. The natural state would be clear what it is, and the rest would be just it's just a movie. It's just energy moving through form. It's just the play. But you'd still study. You'd still get a job. It, all that happens. All of that happens. Life doesn't stop you being what you are. It might have been a distraction for a while, but that's because thoughts are not being watched. Thoughts are believed to be mine. Thoughts aren't the problem. Making them yours is... Oh. I always thought it was having the wrong thoughts was the problem. That I have thoughts was the problem. It's the I. It's the ownership. Making them mine. But as I'm at it, I kind of go after the thought as well. But actually, if the thought of, I need to protect myself, if that thought is gone, the ownership is untouched, it will drop in a new thought. Mm -hmm. That's what will happen. So go after the ownership. Oh, there is a short term. Yes. Yeah, there's no end to the thought. That's right, there's no end to the thoughts. Thoughts aren't the problem. Making them mine is... Making a mind creates a separation. Yeah, it, it, it gives if if it's if something is mine, then then the I exists, then you believe you are your body. And that's it. And and of course then I'm separate from you and separate from you and we're all and bingo, the whole show is real. The whole show is real. Pardon? defending Yes. Then there is something to defend. Because the ownership is running, it will give one thought, the next thought, the next thought. Is it really there? I have a question for you. This may appear to be off the beaten path, but I think it's what you're talking about. Did you ever see the movie The Matrix? Yes. That movie had such a powerful effect on me. Great, yeah. When I walked out of there, I could not hardly even stand up. Yes. Because it impacted me so tremendously. Yes. The, I saw it for truth. Yes. Not just a movie. Yes. Is that sort of what we're talking yeah. about did, did, Is anybody here who did not see The Matrix? I don't want to go see it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please do. <laughs> please do. Please do. Go for, you might as well go for broke. You're sitting in satsang. Just jump in. You have nothing to lose for who you think you are. Okay, in the matrix for everybody else. You know in the spaceship where they've woken up and they've unplugged? That's the movie too. That's in the Matrix also. Mm -hmm. The idea that you've woken up is also the Matrix. Mm -hmm. 
That's the I am. Well, they're fighting the matrix the whole time. Uh huh. Right? Uh huh. Yeah, okay. Now. So step even further. Step further. That's the I am. Because they're managing the mind, the matrix. They know that it's not real. They know that it's a story. They know that it's a program. But they're not awake. They're still in the program. Because they think there's work to be done, that there's all of that is, is there's just a finer aspect of the program working. That's the observer mode. Go go outside of the ship. That where, is where what is real. Mechanic things are gonna come and get you. <laughs> oh, outside the whole lot. Oh, okay. Outside the whole lot. That's the I am. So they go as far as the I am and they explain that much. Beyond that, the nothingness, the emptiness, that's what's real. So then Matrix Revolution, where do you see that one? The final did you see the other two? Um, I think I did. I, I think I did. But I, 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 I can't recall the images of any one of the where other they, movies. But I think I did. But the programmer, and they talk about you know all the people that were in control, and anyway, it's very, it's so fascinating. Okay, but it's still within the movie. Yeah, it's still within the I am, because I, I, I know when I watched the sequels. It was like, come on, come on, go, come on, beyond this, beyond this, beyond the waking up, keep going. And it didn't go there, but it was enough, you know, it was enough. And they had to make a movie in those cameras and there was all that at play. Right, right, right. But it was super to show I am and this is a movie, super. But the spaceship was also a movie. That was another matrix. It's much finer, but it's another matrix. And that would have been where to go with it. It's a really good one. Yes. Yes. Okay. So that's the outside of the being and the what is and beyond, beyond every concept. But how it would be depicted in a movie, I don't know. Like yeah. blank. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't make good theater, huh? No. But there has been a movie about that. There was somebody that woke up in that. I can't remember which movie it was. But no matter what we say. Hmm? Pardon? What do you Another think? movie where they were hooked up into something they haven't dreamed. That I'm thinking of. Okay. What are you shaking your head about? It can't be because at that level. Uh, there can't be what? Um, beyond that, because we 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 perceive with our five senses. Yes. So, so beyond that, this five senses won't work. Yes. The mind can't go there. So 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 my next question was, what goes beyond metrics? What is it that goes? Uh, is it is it the mind, or is it this so-called theological notion of self? What goes beyond? Okay. Nothing goes beyond, but it is there all the time. If there is an it, that's not it. If there is a place where it is, that's not it. But something within knows it. And it is more in intimate than any concept, than anything I'm trying to point to. It is more intimate and more immediate that we miss it because mind constantly thinks it's out there and it's something to do and it's achievable and, and that's the problem. Because those ideas are running, it's going to be set up out there. But it's so immediate because it's, it's, it's all that is. 
it's what you are, it's known as the natural state, even though it's not a state, because there isn't you that can be in that state. When there is no you running, it is. But it's known directly, not intellectually, it's known directly. That's the key, that's, that's the separation. That's it. Is. Yes, that's it. It's known directly, but your mind can't get a handle on it, because you're right, the mind is wired to, for the duality word, it's got the five sentences and it wants to know things. This thing is not a thing, so it can't know it. The mind can go in this direction, and you go in this direction, and it burns up. But it can't drop into what is, to what you are. And I'm not talking to the individual man who is a you. I'm talking about what you are. But it's unchanging. It always was. It's outside of concepts and time and space. Directly, you know it. Not as a thing, but you know it directly. Can you please talk a little bit about first self-realization and then self-actualization? I don't know what self-actualization is. I don't That's know. for the ego. Is it? Okay. Okay. I don't. I don't. I, I don't know the term. Self-realization is a phenomenon in the material world. So self-realization kind of contradicts itself because it's a term that's used when, 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 when it's seen that what you thought you were isn't real. That when you see that existence itself is not real. So realizing, sure, there is a realizing. It feels like, oh, it can't be learned, but it's a, oh my God. It's like if you realize that your, your, your partner has been having an affair for six years and you've never, and all of a sudden you go, that weekend away, and that phone call, and that, oh, you know the way when you, and you know, you just know that there's no convincing it. It's just click, 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 click. So that kind of realization happens. It's like, how oh, is it not seen? Oh my God. Do you know? Um, so, so there is there is a sense like that, and that happens within the phenomenal world, where there's some kind of alignment with the brain when the the the, the program of the ego has just lost the grip. It's lost its grip. So we we say it's self-realizing. It's self-realization because it's right realizing what the self, what yourself really is, without it being your self. So the your self is my your. That's the ego one. So the other self-realization is just the realizing of what really is. But then you can't say, I am self-realized, because there is no I. That's the whole point. That's what's realized, is there is no I. So there's nobody self-realized. You see? There can't be anybody who's self-realized. It's a joke. <laughs> so if anybody claims that they're lying, if anybody says, I'm enlightened, it, they're lying. You know? All you can do is say, I don't exist. Or that there is a knowing that this is a movie and it never shifts. Things like that make sense. But there's no I who can be self-realized. Rubbish. But I don't know what self-actualization is. I don't know the time. I'm, I'm not well-read, you know. I, I just found, just you know, happened. the I am that and the, yeah, it just happened. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the notion that, as I, as I have understood, is that self-realization is, just like you mentioned, uh, realizing what is. Yes. And self-actualization is actually being what is. And, and that's how I have understood it. Oh, and how can you not be what is? You're being what is now, whether the ownership idea is running or not. That's what is too, huh? 
it thinks it's in a movie, that's being too. How, how could you not be self-actualized then? Because you always were that, that entity. Whatever. Yeah. Nothing can make you more of it or less than it. And the idea that you're separate from it is just an idea in it. No big deal. You're all of it. You can't not be all of it. Yeah, because I had no clue at all. And then I was, ah, wow, you know, it was just great. So, a relief. It was like the piece of the jigsaw that I was waiting for for like six years. Slotted in, you know, and gave me somehow an ability to, to intellectualize it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, talk about it, tell myself about it, and then talk about it for sure. It's just a start, isn't it? What's just a start? Getting it from the books. Yeah, for me it was the end. For me, the books came at the very end, you know? Mm. Um, you already experienced it. Yeah, it was already all over. The show was over, you know? But I'm sure I was just dysfunctional like, at that point then because there was no signpost. So the books are signposts, mm. after or before. But that intellectual understanding has to happen at some point. Has to happen at some point, you know? It's useful, it's just, it gives a capacity to see. It, it helps the observation to kick in, you know? But that's not where it's at. It just makes it more comfortable. <coughs> yeah, it's a phase. Way. Yeah, 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 it's a phase. Because yeah. then there's understanding. Yeah. Otherwise it was just chaos. Not even that, there was kind of nothing. It was like vacuum. vacuum. Yeah, we vacuum. And when you said comfortable, any spiritual technique being touted out there is yes. just to make the play more comfortable. That's right. So all these seminars on oh, let's come and open your heart center sure. or align your chakras or yeah. go for energy healing work. Yes. That doesn't really do anything. Oh, not at all will do nothing. It just continues the eye and makes the play continue. But it goes around in circles. It's just maintaining the eye. Yeah. The eye I'm healed and I've dropped this and I'm doing better and I'm able to love myself. And it's all about me. Healing industry is all about me. You've said before that in this work you have to actually come to a fullness of ego before the ego can be dropped. So there is kind of benefit in these things. They're almost like a stepping stone on the progressive path in order to get to a sense of wholeness and fullness yes. where the ego is fully developed. Yes. And as you described earlier, people with depression have that 100% yes. maybe association, but maybe the ego isn't yes. at its maturity and then along comes the self-acceptance, standing back yes. self-acceptance, um, love of oneself or acceptance. Yes. And only at that stage of full, or well, I, I presume it's different for everyone. Yeah. But I suppose for some, it's from that place of a fullness of ego 
it's only from there perhaps that it can begin to bring down. Yes, for some people, yeah, they have to come to the point of, hey, I'm okay, I love myself. What now? What now? Keep going back for more healing? I'm sure I'm okay, it's just more, and it kind of gets stale. But for, for some, yeah, yeah, the ego, for most really, the ego has, you have to feel all right about yourself to stop the I'm broken program running. For some people, they can drop the I'm broken program, but for some, they need to actually work through it. There needs to be more all about me. And so the healing industry works. There's a place for psychotherapy. Oh, for sure. There's a place for everything. Otherwise, it couldn't exist. (laughs) You know? There's a place for all of it. But but see it for what it is. You know, some things, if you can't let go of it, go and get it sorted and come out of it again. You know? But if you can just drop something, drop it. Drop the whole show and see that it's a movie and it's all over anyway. There's no need to feel okay about something. That's the, that's the ego. But for some, as Karen says, that path of loving yourself and knowing that you're capable, actually, I'm all right. Very often that starts to happen before the, oh, but it's still not enough. At some other level, it's still not enough. There must be more. And then the ego starts to break down. So for some, it does form, get solid, and then break. Yeah, thanks for bringing that up. See, no, no two paths are the same. Be your own guru, you know? No two paths are the same. However it makes sense for you, weave through it. But I would absolutely recommend going for the direct path. Do you want to say something? Can we run that across? your story, I'm, I'm glad she asked that question, actually. Um, my perception of you is that you are one of the very few, uh, very fortunate people. Uh, most chosen. Uh, all of this pe- all of the people that are here in this room, uh, we are choosing to go on that path. Uh, and in your case, I think you were chosen. So, <laughs> in my perception is that you're very fortunate. Of course, you were seeking it, but uh, that has something to do with that. Um, once uh, you tasted uh, that that love that you speak of, uh, nothing else was worthwhile for you. Yes. And because of that, you decided to leave everything behind and and, and, and jump in. Jump with both feet. Yes. Um, not an easy thing to do. Not at all. Uh, no. It's uh, you are you are attached. <laughs> yeah, so many things, of course. So-called responsibilities. For sure. Um, and, and you divorced all of that. Yes. And uh, uh, I can only imagine, uh, I, I don't know if, if, if you went through hell, but people who were attached to you must have gone through hell. Yes, of course right? I did. Because they don't understand. It was grief after grief after grief after grief, yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Um, for somebody like me, is not as fortunate uh, as, <laughs> and has so-called responsibilities. Uh, although the heart says one thing, uh, but the mind says the other. And the way we have been conditioned and uh, the way we have defined success for ourselves and, and, and so on uh, keeps us from jumping with both feet. We all try uh, to, to, to a certain degree to weighing degrees, you know, depending on individuals. Uh, but uh, what, what 
what, what do you do? I mean, uh, how do you balance this? Because what you're suggesting uh, that life happens and that it that it happens. Uh, it's it's <laughs> give up control totally and um, the idea of control. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Um, when, when, when people who are around you and who are relying on you and who are depending on you, um, they would not see it that way. And, and yes, I can say who cares, but um, there are certain protocols of living in this, yes. in this realm yes. that, 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 uh, that we are part of. How do we reconcile that? Okay. Mm-hmm. Because this is an inside job. Your external world. It, it, there are those who've, who've, who who see that it's a reality too and continued on. Being a salesman, being a whatever, it, it, it's absolutely possible. People like me who don't have the attachments, who had to lose the attachments, get to talk, to move around and talk. So maybe it's not a good, um, you know what I mean? Maybe, maybe it's not a good cross section like of. There are people who are still rearing their kids and feeding, feeding their kids who know absolutely the truth. But they're still at home rearing their kids. Do you see? So, so that happens too, for sure. But one thing that I did a lot is I used to pray for courage. I prayed it in. I had that feeling that I was, I was like petrified loads of times. And I thought, okay, I've got to pray for courage. What am I going to do here? What am I going to do? Give in to this fear? No way. No way, I've gone too far, can't go back, no option. Have to pray for, and I used to pray hard for courage. Pray like, I mean, sweating praying, you know, for courage. And somehow I'd get enough just for the next step, and just for the next step, you know. Um, so yeah, it, it wasn't easy at all, you know, of course it wasn't easy. But it's an inside job, and if others, others are putting the sense of, well, well, you've got to come up with the goods, if that feeling comes from somebody else, that happens in consciousness too. Don't make it theirs, don't make it yours. Go for ownership. That happens in consciousness too, the sense of responsibility. But if it's yours, it'll feel heavy. But let responsibility be, that's just part of the functioning. That'll happen anyway, because you're still going to go to work, you're still going to go after the ownership. Let doing happen through your form. Let the good come with the bad, but don't have a preference for one over the other. How it is is the only way it can be. And somehow it's exquisitely beautiful. You are no less God than God. There's only God. But the thought is running that responsibilities in some way will be a hindrance. That's just a thought. And it's believed to be true, but it's still just a thought. But you believed it into your experience. Responsibility happens. An inside job. This the ownership is the detachment of the 
responsibility. It's, it's, it's the I, me, mine in your thinking. Mm -hmm. The detachment. Yes. So we're owning the detachment of that. Yes. That's what you're yes. Just seeing it is what it is. It's all just a happening. And the I don't mind stance is is an okay one, huh? Because there's no attachment in I don't mind. There's no preference running. Well, she was holding it, yeah. So my presupposition of my mind, <laughs> which doesn't matter anymore, <laughs> I have this impression that you wanted me to have this. <laughs> that happens too. As well. That happens too. It all happens without, without an I. It's just that internal thing that constantly says, I must, I must, I should, I'm expected to. Just remove that line of the program and let it happen through you. And somehow there'll be a softness or a gentleness in it. Somehow it happens anyway. And you can play with giving your mind something else to think about. For example, okay, let my life be about service. And you can do that. You can pull out the I idea and put in another program. You can do that, and that helps a bit. Surrendering personal will to divine will. Or I'm not the doer, doing happens through me. You can rewrite a program that's not so sticky. Don't pitch your tent in any one of them. Don't build your house in any one methodology. Use it as a technique and move on and move on. Know that you're just using it to reprogram your brain, your mind. You see? You said the word prayer. Yes. So does prayer influence the movement, the energy? You're praying for yes. protection of... Yes, your everything does. We turn on a fan, it's going to influence the air here. So the prayer from an individual... It's confusing to me. Prayer happens in it. But if you believe you're an individual, then you, can, then you will believe that you can control something by praying. Okay, prayer happens. Let prayer happen. And it will influence, or it can influence... Can. Everything can can influence whatever yeah. movements of energy yeah. will happen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So when you were praying for the courage, uh, this was long before the vacuum? Because yeah. at that point you were still the eye and trying to create and do and be. And, and even after it, I prayed, for sure. For sure. Because the world got shattered. Yeah. More courage. Yeah, more courage. Just gone over time. How are you doing over here? You're very quiet. Sorry, I know I'm focused over here because the dialogue was. Are you doing okay? Did Erica want to say something? Erica? <laughs> yeah, thank you for coming. You know, it's it's lovely to just talk about this because nothing else is kind of. You know, mm. nothing holds a candle to like pointing towards truth, you know, right. somehow, mm. you know, and, and, and the show goes on anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Any last question anywhere? So 
these books? Do you have a name of the books, or how do we get the books? Um, I, I, I wrote one, or writing one seems to happen. And they're over there. There's a few copies left. Oh, great. Yeah, and they're, they're $22, okay. what they are. Okay. Um, uh, and it's, it's kind of like the way I talk. It's like, bump, 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 bump. So take your time reading it, you know, because it's kind of full on. <laughs> you won't get through it quickly anyway. It took me four weeks to get through. Was there one of Ramana's books? Yeah. What did you read, you know, to find out about it? Uh, yeah. That made sense. Oh, I, I just read everything I could that had Ramana's picture on it. <laughs> okay, so Ramana. Because that's where I was. Okay. Ramana Maharshi, you know. Maharshi. But, but, but those who have studied Ramana Maharshi stuff, say that it's what, what's written in the, that book over there is very much aligned with what he said. It's the same thing, but made kind of more comprehensible for a Western mind. And for the, the disc or whatever, is there a, you got an email? Yes, however you found out about this? Jordan. Jordan. My email is in there. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. Your name again? Georgia Pierce. Oh, Georgia Pierce, yeah. yeah. And I also want to let everybody know that if you want to continue satsang tomorrow, we're at Global Heart for the last night. Yes, just one more night in Dallas. One more night in Dallas, yeah, which is at uh, Skill. Okay.